The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. senses and challenge your beliefs a world where science and religion clash or do they you will meet real people and hear real stories but you will not believe you will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds but you will not believe this is the new england ghost project welcome to the nightmare good evening everyone and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kulik, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, New England's own Van Helsink. Yeah, me. Anyways, also, all the way from wherever she is, is the blonde bombshell herself by the sky. Skin of her teeth. <laughs> and Carrigan. Hey, I made it. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I was I here. Was, I, I was looking in the chat room and I didn't see you. I was like, I uh-oh. Just, I just neglected to log in quickly. That's all. Oh. <laughs> I was here. I was ready. I had my Fix headset that. on. I'm ready. You know, what's funny is uh, uh, Tuesday we had a uh, guest on the show, and uh, he was actually a radio host, too. Oh. And guess what? What? Uh, he screwed up the hours, so we ended up not showing. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> Hate that whole time time zone thing. Yeah, it's only an hour. It's Central and Eastern. I mean, everybody knows the difference between Central and Eastern, right? Well, sometimes people don't think of it. It happens. Uh, no, he for some reason he was losing an hour or gaining a night. I don't know. Uh, it was oh, crazy. Well. It was crazy. <laughs> Anyways, I want to say hi to Michelle from Tennessee. Hi, in Michelle. The chat room. Haven't seen I her, her for a, a while. Yeah. I miss little Michelle. That that dumb old work. That work thing. It gets in the way. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, um, what have you been up to? Anything exciting? Oh God, no, nothing. I celebrated Mother's Day. I had a nice Mother's Day. But that's not very exciting. Hmm? Hmm? Huh? I'm fine. That's good. <laughs> I didn't celebrate Mother's Day. I'm sorry. You should have celebrated it for Jan. She's not my mother. No, that's the wrong attitude. She's the mother of your children, your child. I don't, yeah, she tells me that. I don't get it. I mean, I mean, my Was that before or after she hit you with a frying pan? I mean, she's been telling me this through the years. I said, you're not my mother. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I've never gotten her a Mother's Day card. Yeah? No. That's crappy. And that's not the first word I was going to use. Well, as it turns out, I mean, my <laughs> ass is saved because our anniversary falls on Mother's Day. So uh, she always gets the anniversary card and all the stuff anyway. So How it actually convenient. works out uh, okay, huh? How can- Mother's Day isn't the same day every year. Yeah, but it's close enough. <laughs> You're lucky. That's what you... If my husband told me that, I'd get the frying pan and the rolling pin. 
Well, it is. It won't be the first or the last person that I have offended. So there you go. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but you know, the, the interesting thing, though, I noticed that the body count is starting to rise. So I better, I better watch myself and be yeah. a little. That's right. That's right. A little better. Yeah. Be a little better. Yep. So you're gonna get a anyway. roll then. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like it's, that's never happened before, right? <laughs> okay. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. What have you been up to? You been up to anything exciting? Uh, actually, I'm getting ready for a really cool thing, which is a red light seance. You ever hear of that? You mentioned that last week, and I, I had never heard of it until you talked about it last week. But tell us, tell us more. I forget. I'm, I'm old. Well, the red light seance goes back to the spiritualist uh, time. And what they would do is uh, in a sealed-off room in total darkness with only the room bathed in the red light, they would conduct a seance on a table. And mm. supposedly the spirits love red light, so well, I, know I, do. I know I do. Those, you know, those infrared lights we have on our, on our cameras, right? There yeah, you go. Infrared, but yeah. yeah so infrared. Anyway. Well, some of us have them and some of us don't. That's Actually, mine's true. not infrared. But <laughs> it's a night vision, which isn't the same. Yeah. But there you go. Actually, it looks like I gave the wrong phone number to uh, our producer, so I am sending that out right now to the right one. Nice work. Yeah, well, what else is new? <laughs> like I said, who haven't I uh, pissed Yeah, off that's anyway. right. We'll get our uh-huh. guests on here someday, folks. Don't worry. You won't have to listen to Ron and I bicker the entire hour. Anyways, uh, we actually are going on an investigation together uh, this yes. weekend. Yes, we are. Yeah. We are. So that, Sunday that's night. kind of neat. Uh, yes. Oh. oh, hello? Oh, no, don't tell me he left me here by myself. Ron? Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. You're back. Yeah. Anyway. Where'd you go? Uh, you know what? I think I need a new headset. I'm having problems with this, and plus, it was a lot a call coming in on the line too. So there you go. Oh. But anyways, yeah, we're doing this investigation. Uh, it's far, far away in a far, far different galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, haven't even looked yet to see how long it's going to take me to get there. But it's actually a hundred miles from my house. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, I don't know how far you are from me, but... Well, I'm another hour from you, so there you go. So about two and a half hours. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, boy. But we're excited about it. It was a listener of the show. She contacted us in our uh, Facebook page, which is... Uh, Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. That's right. And she knows this cool place and where she works and asked us if we would come and investigate it and... I twisted hands on him, and <laughs> <laughs> we took the one the one day that I had available in this whole month, and this said, "Okay, true. we'll do it." <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Anyways, I see our guest is on the line. You are listening yeah. to Ghost Chronicles: Next Generation right here on Tojanet Pararex Ghost Channel and Beyond. And joining us now is. A good friend of mine, I, I guess I could say that. I've worked with her a few times. She is a 
spiritualist medium, and she will be conducting my red light seance for us at Circles of Wisdom on Tuesday, which will be kind of cool. And she is Cheryl Kennedy. Good. Hi, am Cheryl. I using, am I using the right name now? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> It's always nice when you call our guests by their correct name, Ron. Well, you know, I try. I try mm, not very no you well. Don't. But... No, you don't. <laughs> you anyway. mess that up on a regular basis. Thank you very much. So Cheryl is, as I mentioned, a spiritualist medium. Uh, she conducted the Sigrid Garden Victorian Seance at the in, a, in Magnolia in Gloucester uh, last Halloween, and we were underneath a uh, a big rhododendron plant, a giant one, and it was kind of cool, wasn't it? Wow. Yeah. That's different. So you, yeah, you had. Earth on your feet and living uh, earth, living matter, living tree, living rhododendron all around us. We were embathed in it. Mm. That's amazing. And it's like a room. Hmm. That's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, it was, you know, it was tough for me, but uh, I guess there's a little problem now that we they can't hear you, Cheryl. Mm. So uh, let's see uh, if we can correct that problem. Nothing but problems. Is Mercury in retro again or something? Mm, I think it is. <laughs> Uh, it was. There was lots of. There negativity. was lots of uh, negative energy in the air, anyways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm sorry. The people in the chat room are telling us they still can't hear. Should we? Should we try and? I am in stack right now, talking oh. to. Okay. Sorry. Anna. All right. So. <laughs> shall, shall we keep chatting? Yes. Keep chatting. Sure. People. People don't know what. What she's answering to us. Well, just <laughs> chat with me. <laughs> well, something that I would like to find out, Cheryl, and um, is do you have a website? And I can put it on our Facebook no. page. No. Yes. Oh, Not yet? Do? I do. Oh, you do? Yes, can you, I do. What, what is it? it um, the website is www.palmerboyce. It's P-A-L-M-E-R. B O Y C E dot com dot com palmerboys dot com. Yep, it's actually um, the names of my two grandparents, my grandmothers, mm-hmm. were great influences on me. And one day, I am going to publish the book I've been writing, and that right. will be my pen name is Palmer Boys. Oh, oh, that's great! What a great idea! Yeah. Okay, I yes. now I have now been told that you are alive and living. So uh, there oh, you go. Oh yay, yay! Great. Okay, great. So we'll recap that. The website <laughs> is Palmer Boyce, P-A-L-M-E-R-B-O-Y-C-E, and um, the name is derived from my two grandmothers, who were both very spiritual women, and not just spiritual, but um, metaphysically in tuned. I guess that would be the best way to say it. 
<laughs> one grandmother used to speak to her husband on the Ouija board all the time. Mm. He, he I, take it he was, I take it he was dead and not in Milwaukee. <laughs> he was dead, not in Milwaukee, yeah. And she used to sit with the Ouija board all the time to talk with him. Wow. So they were oh, both big believers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very big mm-hmm. believers. And um, that's always kind of been, you know, a bit of a push for me. So palmerboys.com is the name of the website. Excellent. Very good. Now, I mean, you mentioned the Ouija board, so I assume that you're not one of those who thinks the Ouija board is evil? No, I don't think that it's evil. I think that it's my belief that before you do anything, before you even sit down to communicate yourself with your own God, you should open it with a prayer and you should close it with a prayer. You know, whenever you're doing anything, you want to keep that positive energy going. So I believe that if you were going to sit down with the Ouija board, you know, um, evil begets evil, good begets good. I once went to a, a conference on Ouija boards, and that is what they said. So Charles Manson, if he sat down at a Ouija board, he probably wouldn't get something good. If you sit down with good intentions and invite only that that's good, then you will only get that that's good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's good to remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. I totally agree. Um like everything else that we do, there are inherent dangers. I mean, when you know how many so many people grab a a recorder and and just pick it up and say, "Is there anybody out there?" and and basically they're saying, you know, anybody out there want to come through? Please do. Uh, you know, so they're inviting anybody, not just uh, mm-hmm. those of good intentions. So uh, right. you know, I, to me that would be even more dangerous than uh, a Ouija board, believe it or not. But yeah. uh, it's like everything, you do have to be cautious, and that's because it's the unknown. We don't really know what we're dealing with. Uh, we certainly can't prove it, and uh, that's the cool part about it. That's why we do it, I think. Right. So, so, Cheryl, uh, were you raised uh, in a spiritualist household, or were you raised Catholic? Um, actually, I was raised Methodist. I was so close. Man, 50-50 chance. I was thinking, uh, I can swing that. I can swing it. I attended the Methodist Church faithfully for years. Um, And I would now say to you, I really am of no denomination. I did attend the First Spiritual Temple in Boston for several years. That's where I had my training. And Mm -hmm. um, I like the path of the the mindfulness, I guess is what I would say, of the spiritualist that... You know, we're all spirit. We're here having an earthly human experience, but our connection is through our spirit and our soul back to God, and I I believe in God, so back to God. Um, So it's not that I would denounce anything from either the Protestant or the Catholic faith. I just kind of rolled it all into one and see that, you know, I'm spirit, and that's my connection. I Mm -hmm. will walk again, and I have before, I believe. That's that's great. I I, I think that... When you roll everything together, I mean, it it, it makes more sense, you know, uh, yeah. sometimes. Right. Well, I, I really do. That makes no sense. No, I think, and, and we've talked before about this, that so many religions share. Oh, common that, beliefs. Yes, they do. That common belief and that, yeah. what did we talk about, the light with another guest? Um, mm. They share that, that light. So mm-hmm. I I think that's great. Yeah, um, I definitely, 
you know, and I've always been really open-minded. I just think that different religions have added a little bit to it. But I think basically in the end, we all believe in that one thing. There's a power greater than us. We have guides and angels that lead us and that we're spirit. Right. Our bodies die and our spirit lives. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, right? <laughs> right. That's my plan. <laughs> Well, especially for you, or else you'd be out of business. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, right? Cheryl, when did you realize that uh, you had this, you know, you kind of had this connection? And, you know, growing up, always be different things, but nothing I would really put my finger on or ever really thought about it. And I got into it because I had been, you know, I think like a lot of people had my tarot cards read and tea leaves read. So I was hunting down someone, a new tarot card reader. I wanted a new recommendation. And I saw the ad or something on the Internet for the first spiritual temple, contacted them, and they explained to me the difference that they're, you know, spiritualist church and they work as mediums. And so I dragged my son with me because I decided I had to go and find out what this would be about. Mm-hmm. And that medium gave me a message from my brother with experiences that that man could never have known. He could mm-hmm. never have known, and I knew then that it was right. Mm-hmm. And they announced at the end of it that they had their beginner's workshop. And I said, I'm going to go. Because how many times have I done something or something has happened, and I've said, I knew that. Uh-huh. I've been somewhere or seen someone and felt I knew that. And as a kid, I could always describe the house my mother grew up in, but mm-hmm. I'd never been in it. Wow. So, yeah, so that was always pretty cool. And we never knew, like, you know, where did I get that? She didn't have a lot of pictures, so it certainly wasn't from some photo album. But Mm -hmm. I just knew things about the house that were just strange that I would know them. So um, I went to the workshop, and I loved it. And I just continued working in the development circle. And that's my favorite thing to do is to work in the development circle because when you see someone get the message and the other, the sitter can say, yes, you know, I recognize that person to be my grandmother or whoever. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. You know, it's just such an awesome feeling for the person who's giving the message to know they got it right. Wow. That's and, amazing. Yeah. You know, what's cool, too, is that um, I have this paranormal study group that meets once a month up at Circles, and Cheryl has been a guest a couple times there. And uh, it's really interesting because... Even if you don't believe in certain things, we still like to explore them in our group. Okay, so uh, she came in and we did a, a little medium thing. Do you remember that, Cheryl? Yeah. Yeah, you um, know, and it was good. It, it was good because we, we try to tell people not to, uh, you know. You know, no one's judging you. You don't. It's not whether you're right or wrong or anything. It's just to, uh, you know, what you're feeling, what you're hearing, what you're seeing. Those are what you are. That's your reality. So it's, it's not right or wrong. It mean someone else may not be getting it, but that doesn't matter. Uh, and, and you just express yourself. And and she did a great job with that. I, I really uh, uh, enjoyed that. Actually. Yeah, one of the things I usually tell people that sit in the circle is if it's not your experience, it must be someone else's. It's mm-hmm. not yours, so you want to share it. And one of the things I learned through my training was spirit will find ways to help you know things. Like I was once giving a message and somebody said, can you get their name? And I, I tend not to be clairaudient. I'm more clairsentient where I feel the the emotions and 
Um, I'm clairvoyant where I can see what they look like and what they're wearing, but I'm not clairaudient. I don't typically hear. So I didn't hear anything. And I said, no, I'm sorry, I didn't get a name. But my, um, what I saw was my mother's china cabinet, and it was full of all of her crystal dishes, and the light was flashing off of everything. <laughs> well, the young woman's name, whom this person was sure that I was describing to them, her name was Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> her great. name was Crystal. So if you get it, you give it, because it may mean nothing to you, but mm-hmm. it may be the link for that other person. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's so great. Th- that was interesting, yeah. Yeah. So it's, all, it's like uh, it's like playing charades, sounds like. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And just go with it, you know. Like for me at that moment, I said, no, I'm not getting a name. But then I went on to say, you know, I see my mother's china cabinet and the light shining off all the crystal. That's all they're showing me. And mm-hmm. she said her name is Crystal. Mm. So, let let so. me ask you ask you this, uh, Cheryl. Why do you think spirit does that? I mean, why can't they just, you know, be really clear and, and you know, factual and, and whatever? It seems like um, different people will get different things and they're only getting pieces. It's almost like a puzzle. Uh, it, why do you think the spirit does that? I think, and this is my own personal opinion, mm-hmm. I think it's more the challenge that they have, the spirit has, of getting through us. And they've got to get into our mind and give us images. Well, you know, um, I, I don't know exactly why I can't hear a name like somebody else can hear a name. But right. I just don't. And I would say it's probably more on my end that I somehow, through my psyche and my mind, I'm blocking it and not getting it as easily. Mm-hmm. The more you meditate, the easier the, and more clear the messages come through to you. Hmm. So the more time you give them to empty your mind and sit and meditate and listen, the more you get. Ah. You know, because it seems so, like somebody will get an odor, the the spirit will show itself in in like the smell of tobacco or or a cigar smoke or or perfume, and it'll be a special perfume that means something to that person. And, Mm -hmm. you know... it's it's so strange that they do it this way, but uh, I, I I wonder if they have their own limitations, what they can actually reveal. Yeah, and I think, too, like they have to work, they have to impress all of that upon your mind. That's so true. let's say um, I was um, given the message of a woman and she wore Lily of the Valley perfume. Well, I know what mm-hmm. that smells like because my mother had that. So suddenly I have this memory of smelling my mother. I don't, I would not say that for me, I actually, and I, I could be wrong, I could be dismissing <clears throat> it, um, mm-hmm. that I'm actually smelling it with my nose, my human nose. I'm remembering what it smells like. So then mm-hmm. I can say, I'm smelling Lily of the Valley. Did they wear that perfume? Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. It's, and it's, other, it's, you know, one of the, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, one of the other things that we learned which is why it's important to give what you get and try not to ask too many questions is because often, like one time I heard someone um, talk about they were connected. It was another medium and she was connecting. And then she asked the question, um, was the boy sick before they died? And the person said, yes, he had leukemia. And she said, that's what I thought because they showed me red blood cells. And the way that I was trained is you would have said, I'm seeing red blood cells usually means they were sick. Were they sick before they passed? Mm-hmm. So there's more validity to, to 
expedite message if you get it that way. Right. Ask fewer questions and just give more information that you get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense to me. Right. Yeah. You think in, in, in <laughs> like in the case where, you know, you said you're not clairaudient, you know, you think they'd like, well, can't they just like write it on a blackboard or something? I know. <laughs> I don't know. So I will tell you that one time in my life, um, and this is before I did any mediumship work, I was, um, it was when I was having my son and there were a lot of problems in the delivery. And I heard a voice say, don't worry, everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. And I heard it outside of me, but I heard it from within me, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my husband and said, did you hear that? And he said, hear what? Well, uh-huh. and everything was okay. And, you know, everything went from being terrible to good in a matter of a second. Mm-hmm. But it was amazing. And if so if I heard it then, I don't know why. They can't yell louder so I can hear them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we all have the ability. I just, you know, and I think that for anything, I guess if you work with it and practice it harder and harder, you know, practice harder. It's just like learning to play the piano. Some people are born that they can do it really easy, and then others have to practice more. Right. Get to work at it. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing about it, too, is, you know, a lot of people will, um, you know, have their doubts about mediums and uh, uh, psychics. and But it's interesting, like, even in Anne's case, uh, she'll go to different ones, and, and they come up with a lot of the similar, same information. Isn't that right, Anne? Oh, when I when people read me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, is that kind of like an independent verification of what they're I doing think so. is the app picking on something? I really do think so because I've been to, um, I don't know, quite quite a few, um, you know, psychic, psychic mediums. And the, the one really, um, really cohesive thing that happens every single time is the first person in the line is my my grandmother on my mom's side, and mm-hmm. they will immediately say to me, I see a maternal grandmother here. They don't ask me, you they know, know. They know. They say, I see a small woman, and, you know, she's very insistent. She's always in the front. Like, she must, I might, and, like, my grandmother was so quiet. She was a quiet tiny little Canadian lady, and, mm-hmm. you know, I can only just picture her. She must shove people out of the way to make sure she's in the front every time <laughs> because every single time she's the first one there. So yeah. I think that's awesome, you know, and, and every single one has told me, you know, she watches over you and she protects you. Well, she's going to have to watch for you while we go on the break because we mm-hmm. have to take a break right now. You okay. listen to Ghost Chronicles, Next Generation, right here on... Pararex, StudioNet, Ghost Channel, and Beyond with Ian and Ron, and our special guest, Cheryl Kennedy. We'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to TokiNet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more. Located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. All in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. 
For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special guest, psychic medium Cheryl Kennedy. Oh, there you go. So anyways, um, yeah, and of course we're live right here on Tojinet, Pararex, Ghost Jail, and Beyond. And if you have any questions for Ann or myself or Cheryl, you can go into the Tojinet chat room or the Pararex chat room and uh, let us know there. Or you can call us at 978 978- uh, six. Oops, I don't know it anymore. Oh. I get too many. I get too many radio shows. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving away for the the one for WCCM. I can see getting calls now for a ghost. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll give that out later. Okay. Yeah, I can't help you either. So there, because <laughs> I can't remember diddly. Yeah. Anyways, um, Cheryl, you. You have gone to the spiritualist church. Have you dealt with? I know you have dealt with physical mediumship because you do table tipping, and uh, certainly uh, uh, you're very good at it. And uh, have you dealt with any other type of uh, physical mediumship? When I um, went to the first spiritual temple, we would have like we're going to have next uh, Tuesday night the red light seance. So we would have, we would call it the physical demonstration, but it was under the red light where the windows would be blackened. And um, the table, I would probably say to you, there had to be 2,000 pounds of people sat on top of what was probably a 150 to 200 pound table, big, big old mahogany type table. And we all sat on top of it and the table just came up and levitated. <laughs> and then I... I've seen transfiguration where looking at the medium who was the sit, we, I would refer to him as being the sitter there at the table, and we were observing him, we could see images, um, faces transform over, transfigure over his face. And you would see the eyes blink, yet his eyes weren't even open. And you could see the nose forming. And it was the ectoplasm was creating that image. And often you could see that it was somebody that you knew. Wow. So there was no actual message that came. There was just the image that would form over his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I actually, you know, I work with Maureen Wood, uh, have for many years in the past, and uh, she's a trans medium. But there are there are a lot of times when she does, goes into a trance and she actually takes on the physical appearance of whoever uh, mm-hmm. she's uh, going channeling. Uh, her face will actually change. Sometimes she looks older, or sometimes even. Uh, Changes sex if that's possible. It has a more man, yeah. manly face. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting stuff. Kind of yeah, it's pretty interesting. Like we would see the gentleman that would sit was you know pretty close to bald, and he had no facial hair whatsoever. But you would see a mustache, you would see a beard, you would see different hair on his head than with his own. It's pretty interesting. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. 
That yeah, I think that I would be really freaked out if I saw that. Would you really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it's really like it just. I I want to say it's like breathtaking. You just, when you first start to realize it, at first you think no, no, but then yeah, before it forms, you think, wow. Well, I do see that. Like, it's amazing. And see eyes blink, but his eyes aren't moving. Mm-hmm. And I had seen him in trance give a trance message, which is considered more of a physical mediumship than um, just to deliver the message, you know, the clear audience or the clairvoyant. Um, he would go into trance. And one time he was in trance, and there was a fly that crawled all over his face. And there yeah. was absolutely no flitch. Ah. Like, you know, his eye didn't twitch at all. His Nothing, nothing at all uh-huh. moved on his face. So it was almost like he wasn't in his body and uh-huh. feeling that. Wow. There was no response from the body to the crawling of the, you know, if you figure a fly crawls across your face, you feel that, it tickles. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nothing. I wasn't, I was never really convinced with transmediumship until, like, I just, usually transmediumship is when the medium goes into trance and then the voice that you hear speaking to belongs to another spirit. And I always thought, I don't know if that's true. Well, Mm -hmm. after watching that, I was, I was mesmerized by that fly because (laughs) he didn't, that fly was there and I did. And I, I knew then that this was real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One thing that always impressed me about Maureen was her eyes. They they were so deep and black. They would like rip a hole through your soul. They were Mm. so piercing. Uh, They're simply amazing. And of course her strength. I mean, she would, throw me across the room before she dislocated my fingers so i mean that's you know not not uh yeah you should learn how to do that and it's a good way to get back at me i know i'm thinking i'm thinking maybe i should take some courses here uh yeah. she does she gets uh, the strength is she definitely gets more strength i mean there's usually a couple of us who have to you know bring her down to kick the spirit out when uh it gets a little uh nasty or whatever so i mean it's 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 definitely interesting, but one of the things we're going to be doing at uh, the on Tuesday night at Circles of Wisdom at the uh, uh, Red Light Seance is that we'll be uh, monitoring it uh, with different instruments. For instance, we're going to use temperature logs and on the table and around the room. We're going to, uh, of course, use infrared uh, cameras and we'll be doing EVPs and stuff. So. Uh, Hopefully, and taking measurements and some other things too as well. So, if there's anything that we can pick up on our meters and everything, we'll certainly uh, either audible or, or visual. We will certainly uh, be able to pick that up. Hopefully. Hmm. Wow, I have an antique. Uh, I have an antique railroad lantern that's red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, should, I should lend it to you for the seance. Ooh, okay. There you go. It's, hey, it's like a ahead. signal. They used to hang it out as a signal lamp. Actually, that's that's how the uh, the term red light district came about. Really? You know that? No. Uh, I didn't know that. Basically, uh, the people, the guys that worked on the radios with their, the railroads with their lanterns, they would go in the town, and of course they knew all the places where the women were uh, entertaining, and they would leave their lights outside while they went inside. And oh. uh, that's how it became. Well, they, people would come in and they'd see the red light out there, and they knew that the woman in there was uh, entertaining. So uh, that <laughs> was the place to go. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come knocking, come knocking. Come knocking. 
Yeah, well, when he was he, done. They knew that was the place place <coughs> where there were – there's usually more than one woman. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. So they, oh. that, that, they, that way they knew it was the place that they could go and uh, ah. do whatever they do. I well. Don't know. I, see, learn uh, something every day, don't you? There you go. Well, yeah. now there's my trivia for the evening. Yes, sir. <laughs> Michelle wants to know, is the seance going to be held at the Circle of Wisdom shop? Yes, it is. It, we, the Circles of Wisdom uh, has three large rooms that we use for uh, um, different workshops and classrooms and stuff. And one of them, the windows will all be blacked out. And uh, once the seance starts, the door will be uh, not locked because you can't lock in a public building. But it will be closed off and no one will be allowed in. And uh, we will conduct the seance and uh Privacy. So, nice. and so, I, I think I think I kind of know where uh, Michelle is going at because a séance doesn't have to be in a haunted location, right, Cheryl? No, not at all. A séance is just a gathering of people. It's and you, you, you actually, right? You actually will speak to spirits that are uh, with people, or they may even come there to be heard as well. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that's a misdemeanor. Most people say, oh, we've got to do a seance, we've got to do it in a haunted location. That's not necessarily true. It's, uh, In fact, most of the seances back in the the original beginnings of the spiritualist church were never done in haunted places. They were just in, done in people's uh, homes and uh, in public places and, and yeah. that type of thing. Right. They're usually done in your living room or in you know some kind of a function hall or something mm-hmm. like that that they would get together to meet. Yeah, yeah, I think so, seance always makes people think something scary, so then they think it has to be someplace haunted. Exactly. They think it's, you know, evil and all that stuff, but it isn't really. It's uh, no. a method of communication. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Michelle says that you are psychic, Ron. That was, that yeah, I'm a dumb psychic. Exactly her thoughts. So dumb there. psychic. There you go. Been working <laughs> on it all these years. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so... I'm really looking forward to this because I, I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, will ectoplasm possibly uh, manifest itself? Who knows? And one, no, of the other th- yeah, <laughs> one, one of the things I'm going to do, too, is I'm actually bringing a uh, bell, and uh, we're going to tie that up and see if uh, we will have any physical mediumship with the bell. Uh, mm. will, will the spirit ring the bell? Nice. Um I'm also going to see if I can get a hold of, I don't have one myself, but what they call a trumpet. Oh, I was is... going to ask you that question, Cheryl. <laughs> I, I am so intrigued by trumpets. Uh, the I know that Reverend Tim Shaw on Power X uh, has one. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's kind of a neat thing. Have you ever worked with it or, or seen that before? We have worked with it when I was at the First Spiritual Temple, and on one occasion where the energies were focused more towards that, um, we did see it lift. But there are also photos that they have taken of the trumpet being in the middle of the being in the middle of the air above somebody's head and that person doesn't even know that it is because again the room was dark with just the red light. <sighs> but it showed up in the photographs afterwards. Wow. Yeah. That that's crazy. <laughs> And I personally have never experienced where you've heard the spirit speak through the trumpet, but I know other people that have said they have seen that. So the voice gets amplified 
through the trump through the trumpet from the spirit. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a trumpet trumpet. It's like a like a megaphone. Yeah, it's like a megaphone, right? Oh, okay. All right, now I understand. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> but it's a cool thing. I mean, um, is is it like an ear trumpet? I don't know what an ear trumpet would be. What would that be? An ear trumpet is is like a uh, oh god! I just was watching uh, Stur- is or it's like um, I was just watching Sturridge Wars and they had one in the, in the <laughs> thing. It's it's basically a, a round thing that has a little uh, like a pipe that comes out of it that actually um, extends a little bit and, and then at the end of it's bent at a forty five degree angle so you put it in your ear and it actually helps you hear better. It's like oh. a hearing aid. Oh, no. It really is just like a megaphone. It's very, mm-hmm. very simple and just shaped, cone-shaped like that. Mm-hmm. And it's I, I, made that from... Would... Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's usually aluminum because that's lightweight. Right. Um, and there's nothing fancy about them. Usually they're just very simple. Mm. Cool. It, yeah. That, you know, I, I'd love to try an ear trumpet. I think that would be cool, too, because just think about it. If you did that and then put like a recorder at the end of it, so yeah. I mean that would be more familiar, especially if it was a an older s- spirit that they might know what this thing is. And I mean, I wouldn't know <laughs> what it was, but <laughs> they might. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds interesting. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> see, Anne, you, see what you're missing. See what you're missing out on, Ian. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of far away from me. I'm sorry. I know, yeah. What can I say? I live in the wrong neck of the woods. Mm, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a fun night. It's great to work with you and with your group uh, because everybody's so open-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Um, I believe I see Leslie in the chat room, and I think she's going to be there as well. Uh, and uh, I know that she has become a very good uh, medium as well, so it'll be even uh, more energy at the table, which will be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Cheryl, where did you? So, did you learn how to do the red light seances um, as part of your training, or is this something that you learned about somewhere else? Uh, well, I participated in the red light seance, um, but as I said, that we typically didn't cover that. We saw the physical demonstration or a physical circle. And, but it was done under the red light. So I have only worked in that red light seance environment as an observer, not as the actual medium that was sitting um, for the demonstration. So it'll be fun mm-hmm. for me. Oh, great. And the truth is, like, you know, I think that most anybody will tell you, too, if you sit down in a physical circle like that, it may mm-hmm. be my intent that if there's a transfiguration, it's going to happen over my face. But the spirit is going to go and work with whichever person's energy they best connect with. So okay. it may not be me. It may be somebody else sitting at the table that will oh. look at them. So you want to be watching everyone, you know, and be paying attention because it may be them that you say, oh, I can see a face forming. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it actually could be you, Anne, if you went. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the interesting yeah, yeah. thing about this is that a lot of people will 
you know, say you're going to do a seance, and they'll just poo-poo it, and they'll say, oh, that's just tricks, blah, 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 right? But have you, have you ever done one? No, I've never done one. It's all strict, yeah. So you right. ha- you're just, you, you know, you've got to explore these things. That's what we do. It's the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable. Uh, on my Ghost Chronicles uh, uh, international show uh, from UK. There's a uh, parapsychologist, a paraanthropologist, excuse me, by the name of Jack Hunter. And what he does is uh, he's doing an extensive study on seances. He's with the seance group. He attends all the seances. He, he records what's going on. He talks to the the uh, participants, records his own experiences in it, and he's doing an anthropological study of the seance. So, I mean, that's the way you do this. If you before, you just don't dismiss things. You have to look to see if there's validity to it. And uh, you know, I mean, there's so much that we're learning more and more of each day. I mean, for instance, I just was on the uh, internet today, and they found this lost city that uh, they, you know, didn't think existed yet with our laser technology now and all the technology we had, they were able to actually see, hey, this existed. But a lot of people just said, oh, that's just a legend. It didn't exist. But lo and behold, it did. Hmm. So we've got to look at the, at least explore it anyways. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. You won't know if you don't try. That's right. Absolutely. Anyways, so Cheryl, the one thing I was going to ask you, if you, you have done this for quite a bit, what do you think it was probably your most profound experience you had doing this stuff? Um, I would have to say my most, you know, every time I deliver a message to somebody, there's always something back in that message that comes back to me. Um, so I'm kind of torn between two. One would be really like the thing that really made me realize just how real it was is that when I was a kid, my brother died when I was 12, and I really had a hard time dealing with his death. And what I had dreamt one night was that he was at Old Homewood, which is like a big carnival, going from booth to booth and playing games and seeing people he knew. And it always gave me some comfort to think that's what heaven was like and he was having a great time. Mm-hmm. Well, when I was sitting in my demonstration circle at the first spiritual temple in Boston, um One of the mediums there had said to me, I know you have a brother in spirit because he's been here before, and he's come and he's sharing a particular memory, I guess, of something you and him have done together. He just wants you to know he's thinking about being at the carnival and he's playing the games and having a great time with his friends. Uh And that was, to me, really... It wouldn't have mattered, like, even though I knew I was giving people messages and they were recognizing who it was, for me, that was just the icing on the cake because right. nobody would have known the significance of that message to me. I don't know if as a kid I probably went to a carnival with my brother. I'm not sure. There were a lot of years between us. Mm-hmm. But that was like the icing on the cake. Mm. Um, and then the other strange thing was um, I was at church one Sunday there, and as we were walking out of the um, the church and into have a cup of coffee, the spirit gave me a message and said, Joyce probably knows a really nice guy for you. And I was single at the time, and Joyce was a woman at church. And I knew Joyce at church, but I didn't know her outside of church. And I thought, yeah, I don't think this is really the time to say, hey, Joyce, you know any single guy? So I dismissed it. 
Well, about six months later, I did end up meeting somebody through a friend. And he had been, after we had only been dating a month or so, he had been sick. And I had to go into his wallet to find a number for his doctor. And he had a list of phone numbers of people. And as I went down the list, I went, Joyce. Ah! And I'm not going to say what her last name is here, but I said, I know a Joyce. And I looked up my phone number for Joyce from church, and it was the same Joyce. He had worked with her for years. Wow. So Joyce did know a nice guy for me. I thought that, you know, I mean, some people would probably want to say that's a coincidence. Uh-huh. And maybe it is, but um, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty right on that. You know, that was certainly a sign I must have been in the right place. Right. With the right person. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, and then I for think... myself, yeah, the only scary thing that's ever happened to me um, was when I was in Canada. I have a house in Prince Edward Island where my family is from. Mm. And I had an incident at the house where I felt the spirit like holding me down, not letting me move. And I could feel the weight of it on my shoulder holding me. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know what the message from all of that was. But mm-hmm. anyways, in that house, I can still feel that spirit. Wow. Oh. And I'm in agreement now. When I, you know, really, I used to be afraid to go on vacation. And then I just came to the agreement where I said, listen, I'm only for two weeks. You just let me stay for two weeks and you can have the house back. Uh-huh. He did come through once on a Ouija board and tell us that the reason he's there is to protect the house. Oh. He, yeah, he spelled that right out. Like I said, you know, will you leave? And he said, no. And I said, why? And he spelled out protect. Oh. So I believe he's right. I think he's there to protect the house. Hmm. It sits vacant most, you know, most of the year because we're here in um, in Massachusetts. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. So those That's are my three great, you know, really, my big ones that I really remember that meant the most to me. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you're you not really a ghost hunter. Uh, you have gone on a couple of, I know you went on one investigation with me. Have you gone on any others? Um, no, I've only ever gone with you. If you remember, the first time you invited me, I said, oh, no, I'd be scared to death. <laughs> That's Even though true. I speak in spirit, I would be scared to death. Really? Because I'm scared of someone who's alive, walks up behind me <laughs> that I didn't expect, and they get in my space, and... It kind of jolts you. Yeah, I was sure that I'd be afraid. And when I picked my girlfriend up to go with me that night on that ghost hunt, I said, you I have my sneakers on, and I just want you to know, if something happens, I will be running, and I'm not looking back. You're on your own. <laughs> I think it's the difference of if I sit down to speak with spirit, I've invited them in, and if somebody surprises me. Oh. So, dead or alive, if you surprise me, I'll be surprised. You know, what's interesting, too, and this kind of brings up a a similar point, is I was talking with Cheryl uh, last night, and uh, she did a gig up in Vermont, and she was talking about doing a seance, but but the people only wanted to speak with the spirits that were at the plates. They didn't want any personal spirits. So I think they have their own fears in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I think that people want to know. You know, I think like we all say, like, you know, we want to believe there's a heaven. We want to believe we'll see our loved ones again. But it's that unknown thing 
scares us enough that we don't really want to know it. We just want to believe it, but we don't want to know it. And, and you know, it's interesting. I think I'm one of those because um, I've been doing this for many, many years, and uh, I kind of keep my um, personal spirits, the way I look at it, those who have passed in my family, I, I don't really want to contact them, which is kind of strange. And mm-hmm. only only twice uh, has my father come through. Uh, in fact, Ann was with us uh, the last time. Mm-hmm. And it's really nothing that I really, it, it's kind of like I don't want that connection. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. You know, when my mother was um, sick before she died and we were talking about, you know, heaven and life after death, and this is before mm-hmm. I had done any serious mediumship work, I had said, well, don't come back to visit me if you get there and you find out you can. And she <laughs> said, why not? And I said, because a ghost is a ghost is a ghost. I will be afraid. <laughs> and now I've learned so much that, I, you know, I so often say I take those words back. Come as often as you want. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, my my mom's passed away, and and I, I talk to her all the time. I know she's here, but it's kind of like I want to talk to her, but you know, I really don't want her to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in enough trouble as it is. I don't need her picking on me too. Hey, she'll put you in line. Oh, she will. That's the thing. You know, she'll put you back would. in line. Yeah, but that's uh, yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. I keep. I keep my personal uh, away from what I do as far as mm-hmm. because when I do it, I, I consider myself an investigator. I mean, I'm trying to understand what is going on, and I'm trying to, uh, you know, check if there's anything that can be, you know, uh, verified or, or validity of things. And and so that, that's a, a more of a, you know, not involved type of thing. And and when your personal spirits come through then it gets personal it's it's you are involved in it and mm-hmm. it's like the paranormal study groups when i do my paranormal study groups i don't take part in any experience because i am the facilitator facilitator it's not right not my job to do that i mm-hmm. mean so it's kind of interesting can you believe the pizza from the dead is here i know i just heard that heard wow that went by fast Phew. wow goodness so anyway, Cheryl, we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, once again, give out your website. It is armorboyce.com, P-A-L-N-E-R-B-O-Y-C-E. Okay. And uh, I will see you on Tuesday night at Circles of Wisdom for the Red Light Seance. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to working with you again. So it should be a nice. lot of fun. And nice. uh, you have a good weekend. Bye bye. Yep, Good night, bye-bye. Cheryl. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow, that's bye, didn't it? She was sweet. Oh, she's a very nice person. She's a very, yeah. very nice person. Nice. And I just, uh, you know, I, I like working with her. Um, you know, but you know me, is I'm always leery of um, mediums because there's so many people that claim they be mediums and. Mm-hmm. and for someone who doesn't really didn't even believe in them when I started this, I mean, it, I still have that skepticism, wow. and it's it's kind of like you know show me type of thing. And and I've worked with Cheryl, and I and I know she does well, and she's got a, a true heart, which is even more important. Mm-hmm. Right, of course, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Good. So I want to thank everybody in the uh, chat rooms that uh, showed up tonight, uh, some of the old crew. Uh, Michelle, good to see you again. And, and Leslie even dropped in. Which, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a long time. Yeah, she's well, she's got three babies now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> three furry babies. <laughs> three furry babies, and that don't even count her husband and her son. <laughs> So, anyways, and thanks a lot. Uh, And I apologize for everybody I've offended over the years. (laughs) I think you'll be here all night if you're going to be apologizing to them uh, individually. So, yeah, Uh, send it out as a group. Yeah, I know. That's why I feel better, too, because the body count's getting high. (laughs) (laughs) So, until next week, I guess it's time. And and I'll see you Sunday. I will see you Sunday night. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about it next week in the show. All right, yeah, definitely. Good night and God bless all. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Good night. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.